Hello and welcome back to the What Would You Know podcast. This is your host, Lily Heenan. And today is the part four of the psychology of cheating. And I'm going to be discussing whether or not you should stay or leave if someone's cheated on you and maybe you have cheated and you're in the position of, well, now do I keep my mouth, my mouth shut or do I tell them? And this is supposed to be the last episode. I'm still a bit unsure if I'm going to do another one or not. Maybe a little bonus episode if you guys are lucky. This will be uploaded a bit late too because I'm not feeling the best. I think I've had the flu or something this week and I had the worst PMS symptoms yesterday. Literally just depressed and sad and crying all day yesterday. And when I'm like that, I physically cannot do anything. Like I made myself go for a walk and that was really all I could do yesterday. But I'm thinking of maybe even doing a bonus episode because you guys have obviously gained all this information on the psychology of why people cheat. But then I think it would be silly of me not to do an episode of like, okay, maybe you've been cheated on in the past. You've either stayed or you've left. But regardless of that decision that you've made, there are consequences and we get left with things like PTSD and anxiety and trust issues when people do cheat on us. So I feel like I should definitely do an episode on how to heal from being cheated on. So maybe keep your eyes out for that episode. But yeah, obviously today I'm going to break down whether or not you should stay or leave and whether or not you should tell your partner if you've cheated or not, or if you should just keep that to yourself. But before anything, you guys know the drill. If you aren't already following the show or you haven't given me a rating and review if you could do that for me quickly would mean the absolute world to me obviously only if you like listening to the podcast of course okay so they cheated do I stay or do I leave now I think this is obviously going to be the first question that you're going to battle with yourself and I'm going to give you my opinion from different I guess perspectives and try not to be biased and I guess this topic isn't black or white and I can't give you a yes or no answer, which I know you've probably come here for. And there isn't a one size fits all when it comes to this topic or how to go about it. And there isn't a right answer, unfortunately. And I know that a lot of people will probably be sitting here being like, what do you mean there's no right or wrong answer? Like, regardless, I think that someone should leave regardless of the context of the situation. I mean, I kind of agree with that, but then I also think there are reasons why people people should stay or I fully support why people would stay or, you know, like would kind of understand why people cheat and they don't say anything to their partner. I'll get into all of that, but let's just try to keep an open mind in this episode. And I think that when I'm going to be talking to you about this, the best way I can leave you with an answer is just to give you two different ways that I would maybe give you advice if you were coming to me, if you were in these situations. So there's two ways. Do you want advice from Lily as a friend who loves you or do you want advice from a psychologist in training, I guess, from Lily? Because there's two very different suggestions or types of advice that I'd give you based on whether or not you would want advice directly from a friend or directly from someone who I guess, obviously I'm not a psychologist, but if I was, if I were, obviously psychologists are supposed to have empathy and not be biased and just be open about the situation. And I guess they obviously don't see everything as black and white and they know that there isn't 
a one-size-fits-all and there's not a right or wrong answer in these types of situations. Let's start off with by going on what would Lily, the type of advice Lily would give you as a friend. If I was giving a friend advice who I deeply love, I would say, don't put up with it and leave. That would be my advice, I think. If you can sit here and say that, you know, I'd start asking my friends, you know, if you can sit here and say that you were making them a priority or this relationship a priority and they have gone out and cheated, leave. And then I'd start to ask them questions like, you know, well, I guess a psychologist would be asking those questions as well. But genuinely speaking, I would say that my advice from a friend's perspective as a whole, I would say leave them. But I'm going to be open-minded and talk about, you know, just questions to ask yourself and other ways that you could kind of go, kind of go about it. And, you know, if you're questioning whether or not you should say or not, let's just go through some of the information that, you know, you can start to ask yourself. I think a good question to ask if you have been cheated on and you find yourself with this, do I stay or do I leave? I would be asking myself, you know, is this a one-time thing or are they uh, or are they a repeated cheater? Have they cheated in past relationships? Have they cheated multiple times with you in your current relationship? I think if the answer is yes, then leave. Because if they have already made the mistake of cheating once or even cheating in past relationships, then definitely leave. Because I think, yes, people can make mistakes and people can grow. And if people make a mistake and they want to heal themselves and get into why and fully commit to never doing it again, obviously that's a different story, right? But if this is like a repeated thing, more times than not, these types of people aren't going to change and it it is going to happen again. I think that when something that really interested me, is that I've recently learned that humans are mammals and when you look at mammals as a whole, so humans and animals, only 3 to 5% of mammals are socially monogamous. So that apparently monogamy is, you know, being married or only having a sexual relationship with one partner. And monogamy is a new social construct that has only been considered normal for the past thousands of years which I find really interesting because I'm in a monogamous relationship and I don't think I'd be open to an open relationship. But just that in itself, that information, knowing that this is kind of a new concept and only 3 to 5% of mammals, like animals, are monogamous is wild, right? Like where did this come from? Why, Why is this a new concept now? Why weren't we monogamous before a thousand years ago. Do you know what I mean? But I also think like I'd actually be interested to hear if someone has been in an open relationship long term and it's actually worked out. So I feel like I see a lot of people in open relationships these days, but do we really know? Well, I obviously don't know, but do we really know that open relationships work long term? Like have we gone to monogamy because that's what is working in society? I don't know. But then again, you could kind of talk about that a little bit and debunk that because I feel like divorce and all of these other issues like cheating are obviously on the rise but then you know there's lots of other factors that go into divorce it's not just the fact that you know monogamy is a normal is a new social construct I do think that sometimes cheating can make a relationship stronger because it can bring issues to the surface that needs to be addressed 
Maybe you and your partner have been neglecting your sex life or you're not paying enough attention to your partner's emotional needs and you're not communicating properly. And I'm not saying this is how to go about bringing issues to the surface at all. I don't agree with people cheating and then using that as a tool to make your relationship stronger because it has brought issues to the surface. But then again, of course, there has been many times where this happens in relationships and it does make them stronger because they kind of like start fresh and they work on the things that they had been neglecting in their life and then no cheating is present going forward because they have devoted the time and attention in the things that were lacking in the relationship to begin with. I also think another one to consider, like I have two completely different views, I guess. So if one of my friends came to me in this situation and they'd been cheated on, I'd say leave. But maybe in like 20 years time when my friend, I guess maybe is married, has been married for like 15 years and they have three kids and their partner cheated off, cheated, you know, as a once off. I think the conversation could definitely be different on whether or not to stay or leave. I guess it would be more understandable. I guess in a way people could probably argue that again, that would it make sense to stay with this person as long as they know what they've done is wrong and commit to growing and healing the relationship and all the trust that they've just broken as a result of cheating because they are, you know, they have kids. Like, do they want to try and save the marriage for their kids? I think it's completely understandable for people to do, you know, do it that way or like want to save the relationship or not break up or divorce each other because of a one-time cheating because obviously there are important things like kids to consider. Do you know what I mean? And I think there's so many factors that you could look into like what's their character like? Are they a repeated cheater? And all of those questions that you can ask yourself or go back in and watch my first episode and figure out the why. What is the why behind this person has cheated? Because I think that is so important. But if you do stay, You have to be committed to now starting this relationship on a clean slate. And while, yes, you can ask as much reassurance as possible from your partner and work to heal together and build the trust issues that broke you, you can't use it against them. So you can ask for as much reassurance as you want because they've obviously given you trust issues as a result of cheating, but you can't then use this against them. Otherwise, that's just going to like... It's that won't allow the relationship to go forward. You have to be committed to working together and your partner who cheated needs to understand that patience is the number one priority when it comes to you and they have to be fully committed to building the relationship again. I want you to ask yourself these 10 questions that will help you make an answer which will increase the likelihood of trust and the relationship going forward based on you know, the positive answers you may have out of these 10 questions. Now, I took these 10 questions, full disclosure, from the Open House podcast. They have a psychologist come on and she these questions out to use if you do find yourself in this situation and they're just too good not to use. So full credit to the Open House podcast with Louise and Dr. Terry, I'm pretty sure her name is. So yeah, these next 10 questions are not my own work. So the first one is, how did you find out about the cheating? Because I think if they've come forward to you and let you know straight away, 
that's going to obviously be a lot better than you, I guess, finding out a few months down the track or like if you've gone through their phone or someone's come forward to you and message you and has been like, hey, I just thought that you should know your boyfriend cheated on you a few months ago at the club. Like how you find out about the cheating is really important. Number two, is this the first time they have cheated on you? Because I think, again, if this isn't the first time, then that's like an answer in itself. But if, if this is the first time they have cheated on you, well, then obviously context is important and you could lean more towards staying. Number three, do they own the cheating and admit that it was wrong without attacking or blaming you? Because I think if you've got a partner and they've done the wrong thing and they can't take accountability and they attack you and blame you and make you feel worse about yourself, do not stay with them. Because I can assure you if they're doing it in an area like this, they're going to be blaming and gaslighting and manipulating you in other areas of your life. And you don't want that because that's obviously emotional abuse. Number four, do they have empathy for the impact this has on you? Number five, are they willing to understand why it happened in the first place to prevent it from happening again? This is also really important because if they're not, they're not going to change. If they aren't willing to understand the why to prevent it from happening again, it's obviously like that's just enough in itself, right? And obviously go back and listen to my first episode where I get into the psychology and the reasons of why people cheat. So that can be a big help for you guys. Six, are they willing to go to therapy and couples therapy with you and do this for as long as it takes? Because I can tell you right now, you guys are going to need it. They're going to need it. They're going to need it to understand why this happened in the first place. And two, you guys are going to need couples therapy together so you can work to build a healthy foundational relationship so you can help build up trust again and not get the relationship back to where it once was because again when you make a decision to stay with someone if they've cheated the relationship is starting clean and it's starting fresh so you're essentially building a new relationship you can't stay in the past and you can't stay on the oh I wish we could just get back to where we were in the first place it's not going to work like that seven are they willing to be overly transparent with you as you rebuild trust? Number eight, do they understand that this will take time and effort and reassurance to build this relationship again? They have to understand that they cannot get upset or mad with you with the constant reassurance that they are going to have to give you because they did the wrong thing and it's going to take time. This isn't just like an overnight thing and can sometimes be, you know, years until it gets to a place where, you know, the reassurance and trust is back. Well, the re- you get until the reassurance, reassurance kind of stops and the trust is back. Nine, can they fully commit that you will never catch them in another lie or half truth again? Ten, are you willing to rebuild, move forward, and heal? That last one is really important because if you aren't willing to, I guess, not leave this in the past, but also in a way, yes the relationship won't work because you're in a way will most likely create resentment and will bring in other issues into the relationship that then I guess kind of, you know, it won't work if you aren't willing to work together to rebuild and heal both together and individually. And at the end of the day, any decision you make, it is your business and it's okay, whatever you decide to do, just try and be honest about why you're choosing to stay with them. Because We all know people who have 
stayed with a cheating partner and they've cheated again. And we all know people who have stayed with a partner who cheated and they've never done it again. And sometimes the most healthiest and strongest relationships come out of it. I wanted to hear your opinion. So I put up some stories and polls on my stories a few days ago on my Instagram page at WhatWouldChinoPod. Make sure you guys are following it. And I put up a poll and was like, POV, you just found out they cheated. Would you, one, leave them, two, stay, or three, depends on the context of the situation? 49% of people said leave them. 1% said stay. 49% voted depends on the context of the situation. If there was like a middle between leave them and depends on the context of the situation, that's where I would fall. Like I really don't know. Like I, like I said in my first episode, I'm pretty sure I said, honestly, I say leave them, I would leave. But until I'm in that situation where I've been cheated on and I know the context of it, I truly don't know what I, I would do. And I truly don't feel like anyone would know what they, they would do until they were put in that situation themselves. And then I did another poll and I said, if you've been cheated on and stayed, did they do it again? 63% of people said yes. Ugh. And then obviously the other 37% of people didn't do it again. Do it again. See, people can make a mistake and then not do it again. But then we look at this 63%. Obviously, this is just in the population of my listeners that 63% of people never did it again. And I know where... It's like people have cheated as a mistake and it's worked out in the long term. So I do, like I believe, both cases. And I put up a question box saying, what have you struggled with as a result of cheating? Trust issues, major insecurity. I didn't really struggle with being cheated on because I didn't know until five years after it ended lol. That's fucked up. Yes, impacts my current relationship in regards with insecurities. This person struggled with self-love and not prioritizing my own health, focused too much on healing the relationship and not enough on healing myself. Trust issues. I have secondhand trust issues not hearing about people cheating, trauma, PTSD. I love and trust my partner now, but the PTSD makes me have crazy thoughts and anxiety. Yes, 100%. When I started seeing my now husband, it took a good three months to stop questioning him. So it sounds like I need to do an episode on how to heal from cheating. Okay, fine, guys, you can get, you can have a bonus episode. And then I wrote, what has helped you in your healing journey? If cheating happened in your relationship, people have said building my confidence back up. It just reminded me to focus on myself and never make a man the center of my world, healing my relationship with myself. If you have the solution, please share, lol. Surrounding myself with supportive people and family, realizing my bloody worth and knowing my own boundaries never settle. Amen, sis. Realizing he was a physical slash psychological problem and I thank him for how resilient I am, my friends, journaling, listening to my mum's stories and seeing the similarities. We love generational trauma. Losing all contact with them and the people who knew didn't have the guts to tell me. See, that's my worst fucking nightmare. Me and my friends have had this conversation all the time. Like if hypothetically we knew that our partner or we knew that their partner had cheated on them with like backed up proof, we would tell them. And I both said the same. Like I would want to fucking know, don't fucking keep that from me. Now we're on to the next section of the episode. I cheated. Do I keep my mouth shut or tell them? I think this question is why it's really important to have the conversation really early on with a hypothetical situation so that you know 
So if you went back, if you have listened to my previous episode on the 20 ways that you can avoid cheating, I kind of go through this, like what questions to ask and, you know, what boundaries to set so that you can kind of know, like if you were put in this situation and you wanted to avoid it, it can help you in that sense. I did put up a post on my Instagram listing them all like briefly if you wanted to go back to them. But I did say that one of the questions that you want to ask your partner is hypothetically, if I did cheat and it was a once off and a mistake and I deeply regretted it, would you one, want me to keep it to myself and I fully commit to never doing it again and healing myself and getting to the root of why? Or two, would you want to know? So I think that's a really important question to obviously ask. So there's two things that you can do, obviously. You can keep it to yourself if you cheat or you can obviously tell them. So I know what I do, but this is kind of from like a psychology student's perspective. If you keep it to yourself, let's just say you do, you have to be committed to understanding why it happened and never wanting it to happen again. Because without that, without diving deep into understanding the why and putting in the effort to break that cycle or stop it from happening again, without that, you'll most likely do it again. And I also think there's two sides to everything that you look at, right? If you did keep it to yourself, you are also stopping unnecessary pain. If you are genuinely remorseful, genuinely remorseful, I'm going to repeat that, and commit to keeping it to yourself because you could have the best fucking relationship in the whole entire world and there's just one night you fucked up. You don't know why. Maybe you've got some some daddy issues going on under the surface that you need to get to the bottom of. You need to go on therapy. You you went back to this random's house on the weekend and you slept with them. And now you're at a point where you're like, do I fucking tell my girlfriend or do I keep this to myself? I know I fucked up. It was a mistake. I'm never going to fucking do this again. I'm going to go to therapy and work on myself and understand why this happened because I never want to do it again. But if I do tell my partner, which one I'll get into that I think that they do have a right to know, but if you do tell them, one, it could end your relationship, two, you're going to give them fucking trust issues, PTSD, anxiety, all of the baggage that comes from your mistakes. So like, is it really worth it to put that unnecessary pain onto this person if you are genuinely never going to do it again? And you can be honest to yourself that you are never going to do it again. Because I think what's really interesting about this topic is we as humans mess up in so many different ways and make mistakes. And in a way, I know we know that it's okay, not necessarily the choices that we make, but we know that it's okay and we know that it's inevitable to make mistakes because we're going to learn and grow from them, right? We've all made mistakes. I've made mistakes, fucked up mistakes, said stupid things, done stupid things. I look back and go, what the fuck? I'll never do that again. I've learned my lesson. That wasn't the right thing to do. That was fucked up. I'm never going to do that again. But why is cheating something that I guess people don't see that you get a second chance? Why can you commit to never doing it again after you've slipped up once in all other areas in your life? But when it comes to cheating, we as a society, I guess, more times than not see it as like, no, you don't get a second chance. You fucked up once, you never get to do it again. I'm not saying that I necessarily agree with what I've just said there. I just think that that's kind of an interesting take. It's just hard because going back again, do you want friendship Lily advice or do you want like a psychology student advice? Because Lily's advice would be like, I just think if my friend was cheated on, I'd tell them to fucking leave. 
or, you know, I don't know. It's just such a tricky situation. There are no right or wrong answers. But the second thing that you can obviously do is obviously tell them because I personally think that your partner is entitled to know. I believe that people in relationships are entitled to informed consent and have the right to information such as cheating that may change their understanding about the relationship and because if they're being kept from information like that, they could just be assuming that everything's perfect and they they could just be assuming that like or just have that willingness to stay because they have no idea what's actually going on behind the scenes. I think that's probably one of my worst nightmares is if my boyfriend had cheated on me and I didn't fucking know and everyone around me knew, I think actually I have something to add going back to keep it to yourself. If you're going to keep it to yourself, it has to be in a situation where if you do keep it to yourself, if you've cheated on someone, it has to be in the context of it was with a complete stranger. You're never going to see them again. There's no messages. There was no emotional connection. It wasn't with anyone that you knew or knew of, or other people are friends with this person that you know, like there's no connection with the person that you've cheated on that your partner could somehow find out. No one can fucking know. If you're going to keep this to yourself, literally no one can know. Because if anything, if you're going to keep it to yourself, at least have some sort of fucking respect that your partner's not going to look like a complete idiot. Well, everyone knows but your partner, because I think that's fucking low. Going back to if you do cheat, tell them. If you have cheated, you have then automatically changed the terms of the relationship without your partner's knowledge or consent. And not only is this going to mess up the other person's freedom to make their own decision about their life based on all the information about you and the relationship, like the person you are, what type of relationship that you guys have, what boundaries have been crossed in your relationship. I also think that you need to tell them because there could be a potential risk for an SDI. Just little things like that. Like, could you imagine if you contracted an STI and your partner found out you cheated because of an STI? I, in situations like those where someone's cheated and then they've tried to keep it to themselves, but then they contract something like an SEI. Going back to if you're going to keep it to yourself, not only does it have to be with someone that you have no connection to whatsoever and no one's going to find out, you have to be almost fucking certain that you haven't contracted an STI. You've used protection and made sure the person that you've slept with doesn't have a fucking STI because I could not think of anything worse than finding out that you've been cheated on through an STI. It would be that feeling of like, oh my God, my partner cheated on me. My partner then didn't tell me and now they've given me a fucking STI and that's how I found out. I feel like we hear stories all the fucking time of like, oh my God, my boyfriend went away overseas and he came back and then gave me a fucking STI and that's how I found out that he cheated on me. I just, that makes me sick. <laughs> feel sorry for anyone who's gone through that. And in summary, obviously you can keep it to yourself, tell them like at the end of the day, you kind of get to decide on that and what you believe to be the best thing to do for you and your partner or the right thing to do for me, I would want to know. And I would hope that I would tell my partner if I did cheat. So yeah, guys, that is my little summary of if they cheated, do I stay or leave? I think you have to go through those 10 questions and figure out like, you know, you have to ask all the hard questions. Okay. And if you have cheated, 
at the end of the day, you have to make this decision. And this is probably not the answer that you wanted to hear, but I hope this has helped in some way. And I hope you guys have been loving the cheating series. Oh, actually. So I'll, I'll give you a little story before I wrap this up. So someone messaged me, a listener. And if, by the way, guys, if you ever send me a message with a story and I ever share it, I will one, never mention your identity. I'll always keep it anonymous. And I'll always change the story so people can't even figure it out. Like just like slightly like little bits. Do you know what I mean? So people would never be able to figure it out. Anyway, this person asked for my advice and they pretty much said they've been with their boyfriend for like a year. They really love this person. Her boyfriend went out with friends to a club and the girlfriend expressed that like she didn't really feel comfortable with this, yada, yada, yada. They had, you know... A situation kind of happened, they got into a fight and then long story short, the boyfriend kissed a girl at the nightclub, obviously told the girlfriend straight away, but kind of, but kind of said that like he did it because he was angry and he just impulsively acted on it and said that like the girlfriend hadn't been the best girlfriend at the time. And this person has ultimately said, do you think that that's okay? And I said to them that, I do think that people can make mistakes. I don't advocate for cheating. And if it was as simple as telling you to break up with this person, I would say that, but I get it's hard. I said to them, I think what stands out for me is that in the moment of a difficult time, he was impulsive and acted out of anger. This is a completely different story to just fucking up and making the wrong decision when you're out drunk and away from your partner. Because let's say you work through this, which I do think you can, what happens in your next argument? The next time he's angry at you, that screams emotionally immaturity, and that's a completely different ball game. If there's little things that are making you question things and red flags that keep coming up like this situation, I'd trust your gut. But if you genuinely think it was a once-off mistake, you can both move past this with deep communication and healing, leave it in the past, and establish trust again. It was just that moment of the boyfriend being angry and then acting on impulsivity. I think that's... That's like a fuck you, you've made me mad. I'm being like conflict avoidant in a way right here. I'm acting on emotion and then therefore I'm going to blame you for me being angry. I don't think that's okay. I probably like now that I look at it more and reflect on that more, that's not fucking okay. I'd say leave because I guarantee you that person in that situation, if something like this happens again, you know, it like what else could they, they do or the, what other decisions could they make based on their emotions that will impact the relationship or their partner? I just think that's a fucking red flag. Anyway, guys, have a beautiful weekend. Sorry that this is a little bit late. Bear with me. I did have the worst fucking PMS symptoms and I've been sick. But if you could give me a rating and review just quickly, you guys can now donate to the show. It's in the description. There's a link there. It's under buy me a coffee. Just quickly want to say, and try and use my platform as best as I could. Now, I will admit, I haven't seen this movie, but since like a few people have posted about it and kind of brought to my attention that why is Barbie being promoted and not this movie? Because the message behind the movie, The Sound of Freedom, is so fucking important and we all need to watch it because it's on child sex trafficking, apparently. I'm going to watch it this weekend. And the reason why I'm saying this is because obviously I think a movie like that is really important and someone put up a post. It's been on my TikTok and I saw it and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to watch that. Then I kind of forgot about it. And then like, obviously Barbie's come out. I've seen Barbie. Definitely go and see Barbie. 
But the way that Barbie's being com- promoted and sex of freedom is not is like kind of concerning in a way because someone put up a post and they were like, why is the Barbie movie being heavily promoted and praised by mainstream media while the same mainstream media undervalue, demonize and try to silence the sound of freedom movie despite being a box office hit? I think that we all need to go and watch this movie. It obviously hasn't been promoted. We could get into the theories on why media and the government isn't promoting this movie about sex trafficking, but I'm just going to use my platform and remind you that there is an important movie that's being released behind the scenes that I think we all need to go and watch and be more educated about what's really happening behind the scenes of children sex trafficking. I just had to say that and hold both you and I accountable because that's also what's going on in the world that you maybe might not have been informed was going on or you knew that that movie had been released. I don't think it's available on Netflix or anything. They're not allowing it to be on Netflix. Why? That's a completely different topic. But yeah, anyway, let's both make a pact that we're going to watch that movie very, very soon. Anyway, guys, have a beautiful rest of the week. And remember, nothing changes if nothing changes.